Hi, friends. Welcome to Bible Time with Barb. I hope you're enjoying this podcast so far. I love getting to read a short passage of the Bible with you. And to be honest, I'm learning so much about some of the words and what Jesus' teachings meant right along with you. Today, we'll wrap up what happened at the Last Supper, and Jesus will prepare for the massive task he knows is about to happen. So, Open your Bible up with me to Luke 22, verses 24 through 46. Now, remember, we just left off when the disciples did not know who would betray Jesus that night, and then they began to argue among themselves about who would be the greatest among them. Jesus told them, In this world, the kings and great men lord it over their people, yet they are called friends of the people. But among you it will be different. Those who are the greatest among you should take the lowest rank, and the leader should be like a servant. Who is more important, the one who sits at the table or the one who serves? The one who sits at the table, of course, but not here. For I am among you as one who serves. So, okay. Jesus had just told them that he would be betrayed by one of the men among them. And then they flipped it and started arguing about who was the best one of them. This wasn't and isn't the way to greatness for Christ's disciples. He wanted them to focus on servanthood. Serving others is the road to true greatness and what Jesus had modeled for them and for us. You have stayed with me in my time of trial And just as my father has granted me a kingdom, I now grant you the right to eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. And you will sit on thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. See, Jesus promised the disciples that their greatness would come in the kingdom because of their faithfulness through Jesus' trials that were about to happen. They would gain major kingdom privilege ruling with Christ and enjoying fellowship with him in heaven, not just as a result of raising themselves, but as a result of serving God and others in the coming days. If you want to read more about that, Acts has so much to say about it. Jesus predicts Peter's denial. Simon, Simon. By the way, notice Jesus said Peter's given name twice. He was really trying to get his attention. Kind of like when you call your mom like 12 times to get her attention. And some of you probably might even say your mom's real name to do so. Satan has asked to sift each of you like wheat. Okay, notice that he said Satan has asked. See, Satan does not have power over a child of God, a believer like you and me. But I have pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail. So, when you have repented and turned to me again, strengthen your brothers. Jesus had good reason to speak specifically to Simon Peter here. That's because Peter served as the second in command or leader of the disciples. But, see, Jesus didn't pray that Peter would not fail. He prayed that Peter's faith would not fail. 
He prayed for his faith to be strengthened and not broken, as we all should for ourselves. And it's a great example of 1 Corinthians 10.12. Whoever thinks he stands must be careful not to fall. Then Jesus asked them, When I sent you out to preach the good news and you did not have money, a traveler's bag, or any extra pair of sandals, did you need anything? No, they replied. But now, he said, take your money and a traveler's bag, and if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. For the time has come for this prophecy about me to be fulfilled. He was counted among the rebels. That's Isaiah 53, 12. Yes, everything about me by the prophets will come true. Look, Lord, they replied, we have two swords among us. That's enough, he said. Notice that when they told him that they already had two swords, he said that was enough. Jesus' goal was not for them to become an army and fight back. Jesus prays on the Mount of Olives. Then, accompanied by the disciples, Jesus left the upstairs room and went as usual to the Mount of Olives. There he told them, Pray that you will not give in to temptation. See, Jesus knew that they would need strength and divine, godly assistance. That's why it's great to start your day or a difficult time with prayer. We always need God's strength and help, and all he wants is for us to just ask for it. He walked away, about a stone's throw, which meant he was only a few feet, but by himself, and knelt down and prayed. Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet, I want your will to be done and not mine. These words tell us Jesus knew the suffering he was about to face. In his humanity, he wanted to avoid the intense physical and spiritual pain if it were possible. Yet, he wanted even more to do what his father wanted him to do. Then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. He prayed more fervently that means passion, and he was in such agony or pain of spirit that his sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood. At last he stood up again and returned to the disciples, only to find them asleep, exhausted from grief. Why are you sleeping? he asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not give in to temptation. Most of us are willing to prepare ourselves to meet physical threats, like when the disciples found their two swords. Few of us, however, are willing to do the deep spiritual preparation necessary to meet the spiritual threats, like when they chose to sleep instead of pray. But why is this? Well, we don't see the danger as easily because it's not in front of our face. So, as we wrap this section of Luke up, remember that we can't always see our weaknesses, physically, spiritually, or emotionally. But 
when we take the time to read the Bible, pray to God, and work to be our best for Him, we can work through those weaknesses and become stronger and more powerful because of God. Let's follow Jesus' example and pray right now. Dear God, you are a stronghold and able to defeat any enemy that comes our way. Thank you for giving us your strength in difficult times. Praise God. Thank him for something or tell him what you want in life right now. God, please help us to always keep our eyes on you. We know that all we have to do is ask, and you are here to help us with all of our needs. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, so what stood out to you most today? Share that with a family member or a friend, and if you have questions about a word or the meaning of one of the stories, ask. Ask a parent, a friend, a church leader, or you know what? You could even ask Google or Siri because there are lots of great teachers out there that know a lot about the Bible. If you have a question or a comment for me, you can leave me a message on Spotify's website or email me at BibleTimeBarb at gmail.com. See you tomorrow.